Right, that's the end of the uh, parish notices. Now it's time for the evening's big event, the Hornet Heaven Mastermind Final. Our two finalists are already on stage with me, Fred Pagnum and Skilly Williams. So please welcome your quiz master, the 13-year-old with an answer for everything, Derek Garston. By heck, Skilly, that don't look nothing like Derek. What's going on, Peggy? That's Henry Grover, wearing Derek's school uniform. I thought them shorts looked a bit tight. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, ladies and gen- <laughs> I can't keep that voice up, though I must say these shorts do help rather. You see, ladies and gentlemen, when I take off this school cap, you'll realise beneath this cunning disguise, it is I, the father of the club. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is Henry carrying a big red book, Skilly? Oh, God, this had better not be for me. I'm here to surprise the man in the huge flat cap over there. The greatest goalkeeper in Hornet Heaven, Skilly Williams. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Skilly Williams, you thought you were here for the Hornet Heaven Mastermind final, but I'm not doing this, Henry. Please, Skilly, join in the fun. I've dressed up for this, <laughs> really quite painfully. No way. I don't do this sort of thing. Please, play along, old sport. As I was saying, Skilly Williams, you thought you were here for the Mastermind final, but instead, tonight, Skilly Williams, this is your life. Skilly? Skilly? Skilly! Wait, Skilly! Come back, come back! Hornet Heaven Watford born and bred Written by Ollie Wicken Read by Colin Mace Earth Season 2021-22 Skilly Williams isn't a man who likes fuss and fanfare. So he decides to spend the rest of the evening of Saturday, April the 2nd, 2022, as far away as possible from Henry's hyped-up hoopla and showbiz pizzazz. The greatest goalkeeper in Hornet Heaven goes through one of the ancient turnstiles to watch his home debut for the club against Plymouth Argyle in November 1913. I know I'll make the trip to this game about once a year, Charlie, but I don't want you calling me a pilgrim. Ah, <laughs> yes, Plymouth, <laughs> the pilgrims. Very good, Skilly, very good, lovely and, and clever. For company at the game against Plymouth, the stocky former goalkeeper has taken along an old friend and former teammate. Good old Charlie White. As they stand behind the touchline ropes watching younger versions of themselves on the Casio Road turf, Skilly tells Charlie all about Henry's attempt at a this-is-your-life hijacking in the Troy Deeney atrium earlier on today. Charlie says, Goodness, that really does sound most awfully tawdry. Dear, oh dear. 
But I suppose the modern world does have a distinctly vulgar tendency to uh, over-sensationalise everything. In our day, Charlie, we kept things in proportion. For me, football was just a job. It was a job I did after I stopped serving up food at Leavesden Asylum and before I worked on the buses. Indeed, you and I regarded being a professional footballer as uh, a skilled work skilly. <laughs> skilled work skilly. <laughs> did you see what I did there? <sighs> Delightful. We were normal men, just working men. I never wanted to be a celebrity. Someone like me would never want a This Is Your Life big red book. Down on earth, I kept a scruffy old scrapbook and newspaper cuttings from my time in football. That was all I needed. Yes, yes. Down on earth, you were down to earth. And you still are, my dear fellow. You're famous for that big flat cap you wear, but there's never been a big head beneath it. Meanwhile, back in the Troy Deeney atrium, where Henry's stunt succeeded only in completely ruining the evening's entertainment, Bill Mainwood is clearing up. He's with Johnny Allgood, Watford's first ever manager. To be honest, I'm fuming, Johnny, Bill says. What Henry did was as stupid as Yuri Kuchka's rugby tackle against Liverpool this afternoon. Ah, what a debacle, Johnny replies. What was Henry thinking? The way he tried to disguise himself as Derek was... Well, I want to say it was borderline pervy. I had no idea it was coming. Earlier, I'd been discussing with him the best way of breaking Skilly the news, but Henry's just so impetuous. Hold on, Bill. There's news for Skilly, you see. What news? He never listens. Back up a moment, Bill. What's this news? I told him the best thing would be for me to announce the news by taking Skilly and a few other residents on one of my famous magical history tours where I'd have taken Skilly back to a few old games that represent the highlights of his life and afterlife, and given him the big reveal. Bill, Bill, what big reveal? What? Oh, yes, of course, you won't have heard. Oh, it's a lovely thing that's happened, Johnny. I discovered it on Wednesday. It'll make Skilly feel wonderful when he finds out, and every other Watford supporter too. I think that's why Henry wanted to announce it in such a public way with a this is your live surprise on stage to spread the happiness far and wide. But then he had to go and wear Derek's shorts and spoil everything. Well, I'm glad there's good news during such a terrible season. We all like good news. Do you remember a few years ago down on earth Maramines had been lying in an unmarked grave in Vicarage Road Cemetery for more than 75 years and the club found out and arranged and paid for a headstone? Oh yes, I do remember. That was lovely. The club didn't make a song and dance about what they'd done. They didn't even announce it. A few people found out about it, thought it was a fantastic thing, and told lots of other people. The good news spread naturally through word of mouth. Exactly. So maybe you should take the same quiet approach up here as the club takes down there. Yes, that's good thinking. I could just tell Skilly the news myself, personally and privately, without trying to manipulate other people's feelings. That's wise advice, Johnny. I shouldn't force the news on anyone. Thank you. No problem, Bill. So, um, what's the good news? Pass the dustpan, please, Johnny. Sure, but aren't you going to tell me what the news is? Oh, no. I'm not going to force it on anyone. As Johnny Allgood leaves the atrium, 
A bit nonplussed, but curious about what the news might be, Skilly and good old Charlie White are still at Cassio Road. I'll tell you another thing that was much more marvellous about our day, Skilly. We weren't, um, oh, uh, what's the phrase? Uh, ah, serving a global audience. Too right, Charlie. We were only playing for the people here at the West Hearts Club and Ground, not for someone on a laptop in China. Yes, we were a local club for local people. In a healthy way, of course. Plenty of us players were local too. I grew up a minute's walk from Vicarage Road and I lived in the same house all my life, just behind a red lion. Times are different now, though. Premier League clubs like Watford get their players from all over the world. Local lads don't get a look in. Yes, 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 yes. I'm afraid the days of the descendants of Skilly Williams playing for Watford are over, sadly. Remind me, there was your son, Wretch, in the war, wasn't there? And those two great-grandsons of yours in the 1990s, Daniel Greaves and Grant Cornock. Didn't I go and watch them with you once? Yes, they were both playing in the 1998 Hart Senior Cup final, I remember. What was the song you sang when we went back to watch that game? They're two of my own, they're two of my own. Danny and Granty, they're two of my own. Yes, yes, very good. Those were the days, skilly old boy. Unfortunately, they're long gone. A while later, Bill Mainwood has finished tidying up in the atrium and is sitting on one of the yellow leather sofas. He sees Henry Grover waddle past. Golly, are you okay, Henry? I'm hoping there's no lasting damage, old thing. Oh, those shorts of Derrick's really did rather constrict my... By the way, in case you're wondering, Henry, I'm waiting for Skilly. I've got a new plan for breaking him the news. What? Oh, good. Well, I'll let you get on with it, old sausage. I'm just off to the treatment room to see Pat Malloy. I have an appointment with his magic sponge. As Henry limps away, Bill sees Skilly and good old Charlie White enter the atrium to return their Plymouth programmes. Bill catches up with them at the shelves. Oh, hello, gentlemen. Uh, look, Skilly, I'm terribly sorry about what happened earlier. It was an embarrassment, frankly. We'll reschedule the Mastermind final for another day soon. No harm done, Bill. I've just been back to a nice quiet game with good old Charlie here, watching football the way it used to be. Nice. Actually, I reckon I need a game like that myself, after the stress of earlier. In fact, do you fancy coming along with me? There was an under-23 game at Vicarage Road on Wednesday this week, and under-23 football is always a good watch. No Premier League hype, just plenty of young local prospects trying to make it in the game. Great! I haven't watched under-23 football before. Sounds exactly my kind of thing. Do you fancy it too, Charlie? What? Under-23s? Yes, yes, absolutely. Why not? Lovely. Let me grab some programmes then. Let's see, uh, Wednesday the 30th of March 2022. Yes, here we are. Home to Wigan Athletic under-23s. Bill, Skilly and Charlie go through the ancient turnstiles and sit in the Sir Elton John stand. In Ornit Evan, residents can watch under-23 games when they're played at Vicarage Road and Bill is a regular spectator. He's already watched this game, which is how he's found out the piece of news that Skilly himself will soon be finding out. 
As the teams line up for kickoff, Bill says, Now then, let's see if there are any faces you recognise, Skilly. The number seven there is Shaq Ford, of course. That's right, came on as a sub in the cup at Leicester, Skilly says. And did you know he's the son of a former Watford player? I don't know, and it's the kind of thing I'd definitely like to see. Good, I thought you might, Skilly. As the originator of the Williams dynasty at Watford Football Club... Sorry, Bill, Charlie says. Remind me, Shaq is the son of... His dad Fabian played in Graham Taylor's last game as manager. It was up at Burnley in 2001. Oh, that's excellent. Well, I hope Shaq has plenty of sons himself in future to uh, to carry on the tradition. The three men watch the match start. Next, Bill says, And uh, do you see the full-back there, Skilly? That's Ryan Andrews. He's the son of Wayne Andrews, who came through Watford's youth system himself and made more than 30 first-team appearances in the late 1990s. Really? That's great news. I like that. Warms the cockles of me Watford art, that does. Bill notices Skilly has a big smile on his face as he looks across at Ryan Andrews and Shaq Ford. Then Bill says, Oh, and um, with no names on the backs of shirts, it's not so easy, but uh, do you recognise Watford's number 10, Skilly? Uh, no. Should I, Bill? Well, not really. I was just curious. Why? What's his name? Jack Greaves. <laughs> Charlie chuckled. Anything to do with Jimmy Greaves, Bill? Jimmy wasn't a horn, of course, but I, I rather gather he was a marvellous player. No, it's Greaves with an I-E. Suddenly, Skilly turns and stares at Bill. What did you say? I-E. The same as in Daniel Greaves, my great-grandson who played for us. Yes, exactly the same. You're kidding me, Bill. Are you telling me he's... Bill nods and says gently, Jack Greaves is your great-great-grandson, Skilly. Bill watches Skilly turn back to the pitch and stare at the young number 10. Skilly's eyes widen and wetten. He lifts off his huge cap and holds it to his chest over his heart. This is... <laughs> I can't... I've got a great-great-grandson <laughs> who plays for Watford. That's four generations of your family now, Skilly. Good old Charlie White leans into Skilly and puts an arm around his old friend's shoulders. Well done, Skilly. Four generations. Yourself, Reg, Daniel and Grant, and, and now this... This Jack boy, this really is so very wonderful. Uh, tell me, Bill, are they all Watford born and bred? All of them. Fabulous. <laughs> it must make you very proud, Skilly. Doesn't it? But Skilly can't answer. He's busy watching his great-great-grandson make runs, call for the ball, hold it up and lay it off. Skilly Williams can't speak for joy. Not much more than an hour later, two minutes after Shaq Ford has put Watford one up, Skilly finds his voice again. Jack Greaves receives the ball on the edge of the box at the rookery end. He lays it off and turns. 
Go on, Jack. Three quick passes later, Jack is played in behind the defence. He's through on goal with just a goalkeeper to beat. Go on, my boy, go on, go on, my boy, go on. The keeper races out, but Jack gets to the ball first. It nestles in the back of the net. Yes, 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 Jack, my boy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness, says Charlie. Well done, Jack. Well done, Skilly. Bill Mainwood watches Skilly climb onto his seat. He's never seen Skilly so excited. Skilly throws his huge flat cap high in the air and sings, He's one of my own, he's one of my own. That Jack Greaves, he's one of my own. After the game, Skilly Williams comes out of the ancient turnstiles and goes straight back through to watch the match all over again. Meanwhile, Bill and good old Charlie White go back to the Troy Deeney atrium. By the sofas, Charlie bumps into two old teammates of his and Skilly's, the Gregory brothers, Fred and Val. He tells them about Jack Greaves playing for the Watford under-23s. It's quite amazing, really, Fred, Val. In 1922, Skilly Williams was stopping goals for Watford at Vicarage Road. <laughs> And now, a hundred years later, in 2022, his great-great-grandson is banging them in. Fred and Val Gregory are so delighted that they go and tell more Hornet Heaven residents in the atrium, including Johnny Allgood. Ach, so that's the news. Well, that's just, ach, it's wonderful. We really are a family club. Johnny Allgood can't stop himself telling Freddie Sargent. Who tells Cliff Holton? Who tells Ken Furphy? Who tells Mike Keane? Who tells the great man? By the next day, everyone in the Watford afterlife has had their heart warmed by Skilly's news. Whichever part of Hornet Heaven they're in, including the treatment room. By the way, did you hear the news, Henry? Skilly Williams' great-great-grandson is on Watford's books. Ain't that brilliant? Yes, Pat, old thing. It's marvellous, but uh, do keep the magic sponges coming, old sausage. Ah, nice and cold. Thank you, Pat, old boy. And through the ancient turnstiles, Skilly Williams continues to go again and again to watch the latest member of his clan coming up through the club's ranks. He couldn't be happier. Skilly himself played in the very first match at the Vic in 1922 and now there's a chance that his great-great-grandson, Jack, might represent both the first team and his family on the same pitch in 2022. Maybe before the end of the season, if things go really well. Just getting in the matchday squad would be amazing. Times have definitely changed over a hundred years, Skilly reflects to himself. But, in his view, Watford being a local club for local people is very healthy indeed. The End Watford, Born and Bred was written and produced by Ollie Wickham. It was read by Colin Mace. For more information on the Hornet Heaven stories, please visit hornetheaven.com.